There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to My Songs Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. Welcome to episode eight of My Song Suck. I'm Alex Smith. I'm James Keogh. And we are here with a special guest today in the studio, Rue from Rue. Hello. <laughs> Hard to remember, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much for inviting me. This is lovely. Oh, thank you. Um, you are pr- like, you're, you're pretty ingrained in the Brisbane music scene. You've been playing for years. Uh, yeah, I'm like a disease. I just <laughs> stick around. But yeah, I've, I've been playing music for a very long time in Brisbane. I had a big break from that and then came back into it and mm. do some other things in the community, writing uh, about music and talking on Triple Z. Mm. And yeah. Amazing. What did you do when you had your break Oh, I decided to, you know, be a normie. Oh, okay. So I was just working full time. No music at all? Got, no, none. I didn't pick my guitar up. Wow. I didn't even really listen to the music I liked. I just tried to huh. get it out of my head. Fair enough. Yeah, it was torturous. I don't know why I did it. It's like self-flagellation <laughs> or something. <laughs> well, um, well, since then you've been like gigging all the time. Like yeah. all the time. You're always gigging. It's wild. It's yeah. cool. It, it's, it's inspirational. Fun. It's um I haven't really played as much as normal lately. We've still been pretty steady. Mm. But um yeah, I, I found once I started, people kept saying, how do you want to come play? And I'm not good at saying no. So, yeah, <laughs> why not? And it's fun and you get to watch other bands and, yeah, oh, yeah it's good yeah. stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Speaking of other bands, you, yeah, you seem to be like networked to everybody. I know that, um, well, you, aside from playing with like everybody, we need to yes, play together sometimes. Yeah, we do. Um, your, uh, your blog, Rue's Live Experience. Yes. Where you do, uh, you know, live gig reviews and yeah. album reviews and lots of other cool things. Yeah. Uh, you've had Aurora uh, Storm Baxter from Daisy. Oh, yes, yeah, she's, she's um, written for the blog and everything. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Uh, Finn Taylor yes. is my keyboard player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would have to have Finn on. We keep mentioning Yeah, we got to have yeah, Finn on. We Finn. love that guy. Mm. But yeah, you, you just seem to know everybody. It's wild. You know, my manager. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Paul, heck, did not know him. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you brought uh, a song to us today. Yes. Uh, it's called... You don't want to know. Yes. Not the sequel to Do I Want to Know by the Archive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but did you want to tell us anything? Like, do you want to give us any context to it before we? Yeah. Okay. It? So this is. Uh, I've I've been playing music since I was a child. Mm. My dad's a guitarist, and he taught me. I know nothing about music theory. Just you know, sitting just around raw, like a hillbilly yeah. in the lounge room nice. playing country music. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I wrote this song when I was sixteen. It's the first song like I ever wrote, cool. and it's got three chords in it. Oh, nice. (laughs) And I don't actually know what it's about. I don't know what the lyrics are from. They're just a bit sad and they're not literal at all. It's just (laughs) some nonsense that came out. But over time I've sort of picked up meanings 
out of the lyrics oh, that are relevant now. Yeah. And yeah. it's still not literal, but, mm. you know, mm. you do what you can to play <laughs> it live. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. That's awesome. Well, do we want to take a listen? Do we want to listen in? On- no, because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there any, uh, we, we always ask, is there anything that you want to be like, now bear in mind this, this, and oh, that you yeah. want to listen Oh, yeah, any- okay. So mm. bear in mind this uh-huh. was recorded mostly live. Uh, under a house that was all concrete and it was the first (laughs) time I'd ever released anything that I'd mixed myself and again it was after my big break in music so it's the first time going back to like recording and mixing right uh, with terrible equipment. (laughs) How old were you when you wrote this one? I I was 16 when I wrote this one and um I'd done a fair bit of stuff up until I was in my early 20s and then there was the break Mm. and then this was the first EP I decided oh. to do so. Yeah. I was in another band called Cheesel Dust, and that was <laughs> with name for a band. yeah, Fantastic. that was with uh, Davey from Buzzkillers and Goodwill Remedy, uh, Andrew from uh, the Killer Queen Experience, wow. uh, and Dean Hamilton, who was also in Rue, and he, we recorded this one together. So. Wait, is the Killer Queen Experience like a, a Queen tribute band? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, awesome. it is. Oh, is there, there's a gig coming up and it's like the Killer Queen Experience and like the ACDC tribute yeah. act and like yep. all these. Oh, whoa. That's, yeah. what a night. That's I've cool. I've seen them too. They're oh, yeah. really, really good. Is it just, each member kind of parallels a member They the even look like them. No way. That's yes. fucking cool. That's it all, is very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry for that sidetrack. I just that's wanted to. That's all right. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> shall, we, uh, shall we listen? Let's take a listen. Okay, prepare to cringe. This is You Don't Want to Know.
And you just heard You Don't Want to Know by Rue on my song Suck. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's a radio voice. Very good radio voice. <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think this song sucks. Oh. Yeah. Get out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what have you done here? It's not in the spirit Sorry. of the show. No, um, I actually, yeah, I really, yeah, I quite song like bangs. this song. Uh, I was so confused. Aww. There was there was a bit where you were like, oh, like you look as if something embarrassing was going to come up. And then like you sang this really sick, awesome bit. Yeah. Oh. I was like, this sounds great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is great. Well, but, if, yeah. different yeah. strokes. Why, why do you feel that this song sucks? Right. Oh, I think just because it reminds me of the teenage angst. Oh, yeah. See, it must be me personally. It, it it's three chords and it's, you know, and it's, you know, I was saying while we're listening to it and I was cringing and it's got my little George Harrison tryhard slide guitar. I don't even know how Which to play slide like, guitar. It sounded you know. quite good. Oh, thanks. Because yeah. this was after you took the break, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had to try and teach myself how to play guitar again and I, I'm still not where I used to be. Wow. So it's yeah. taking a very long time. But um <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just thought it sucked. <laughs> I, I think this is a good insight for our listeners in terms of, yeah, you are your own worst critic. Because I think there's yeah, a lot of people true. listening who would be like, this is fucking sick. You know? And so people who are just like, my songs are bad. But, you know, like you, we all yeah. feel like we can do better. But like, never is bad. It's real good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. thank you. The, that song we still actually have played live. Oh, yeah. Um, but it doesn't sound like that anymore. It sounds like a metal song. Oh, okay. So, and, yeah. so he's doing the little drum roll and goes, we just go, boom. Oh, nice. And like, yeah. yeah all, like, we, same lyrics and everything? It's a, Yeah, exactly the same. Cool. The ending's a little bit different. I don't do the little fluff around bit at the end on guitar. <laughs> we just leave it with the vocals. But we only play it if people ask for one more song and the joke is oh. fine you get in the first song I ever wrote then <laughs> it sounds nothing like the rest of the set but people like it and I'm like what is wrong with you I wrote that when I was 16 and it's I've, crappy I've written swampy groove swampy, swampy groove, groove. So I could, I could yeah. definitely see how it could like get metaled up that kind of like it, dirgy it, yeah, yeah. It, it was weird seeing people at Tomcat once head banging in slow motion to this sad song. I was like, what is wrong with you? Thank you for coming, but that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were mentioning uh, as it was playing with the timing for yes. this song. So mm. what, you just like didn't have a metronome or something? No. Or? So we recorded the guitar and drums live yeah. in the same room at the same time and uh, because we had a room mic set up and also like instrument microphones, we had to put a big sheet up between us so that the sound wasn't filtering through the other microphones and we couldn't see each other. (laughs) So we were trying to like sneak through. There was a little gap. I'd pegged some things together and there's a little gap and there was a little bit over the top and we're trying to look at each other to keep in time (laughs) because we didn't really spend much time on this uh, EP or whatever it's called. We just – it was demos and we just sort of wanted something to do. Sure. So, yeah, I was having a bad time that year. Um, some bad things were happening, so I literally needed mm. the distraction. Wow. And yeah. we weren't really, you know, paying too much attention <laughs> about making sure it was good or anything. We just – it was something to do under the house and we ended up uh, burning a gazillion CDs and just giving it away to oh, people. Oh, cool. So, mm. yeah. That's a cool way to do that is just like – not having it, you know, just having it be something for fun, for, yeah. for a distraction. Yeah. It, you know, worrying it was. about, you know, 
oh, is it perfect? Is it this, 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 this? You mm. can just sort of have fun with it. And yeah, and it's away. good to um, remember, especially from the mistakes in that, mm. how to record music again. Right. Because <laughs> and, and there were some massive things that clearly were forgotten there, like the compression issues or, right. you know, the levels were wrong or, you know, I've used the wrong microphone for certain things and that's fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, prob- probably wouldn't get away with that now. But it was <laughs> no really good at the these time. Days, you, uh... No, I, 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 last time I still used the curtains <laughs> oh, as, yeah? as soundproofing. <laughs> yes, it, the last um, EP we did called Tales of Rebellion was recorded the same way. Oh, wow. But oh. Uh, we did the instruments individually rather than live. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Yeah, but it was all the same equipment and same setup, yeah, same nice. room. Why was it under a house? Why did you do that? Because <laughs> that's where the our equipment was, and yeah. it was just at literally at our house. Sure. So just would, went under the house. Would and the sound it. of like escaped out the side and like annoyed the neighbors and stuff? No, it was it was pretty good, and it was out. Um, it was out just outside of Brisbane too, and. It, all the people that lived in that street were musicians. Oh, oh really? So Ooh. they didn't care. Oh, wow. Yeah, but the, cool. there was hardly any sound that used to get out anyway because huh. of my little pegged sheets. Hmm. And oh, I eye rolled for the people listening <laughs> at home. But, um, yeah, so we just did it there. No one seemed to mind. And That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. I've been trying to form a baffled pun. Baffled? Baffled? Yeah. Why is that? So like if you talk put, me through the pun and then we'll, so, we'll try we'll workshop it. So like the thing you put up to stop sound from escaping is called a baffle. Oh, I see. There's something there. You're right. We'll I've, get baffled. there. I've got nothing. <laughs> it's there. It's not, it's, it's on there the somewhere. Tip. By the end of the podcast, we'll have keep made listening. We'll get, we'll get the pun. Joke. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm wasting your interview time. It's so um, good. What puns you, are more important. Exactly. Yeah. I love a good pun. Uh, you mentioned uh, mics and stuff. What yes. what gear did you have for the um, gearheads out there? So, uh, some very old microphones. Uh, Dean actually bought, bought. I didn't pick any of this stuff. Dean sure. actually bought them. So we had some little condenser instrument mics and the big condensers, some dynamics and. Yes. Yeah, just just a little mix and match. We even used my really old microphone that I bought from Allen's when I was like seventeen. Oh yeah, and it's terrible, and it <laughs> sounds like you know that awesome um, like condensed sound yeah. on. Is it Maz from Wax? Is that her name? Possibly. Ooh, she's fantastic. Know. Whatever okay. her name is, yeah, she's yeah. great. Sure, but they have this awesome effect yeah. on her voice a lot of the time. Mm. Mine already sounded like that because it yeah. was broken. Huh. So oh, we used right. that and we even used it, I think, to record some percussion and it ended up sounding really good. And huh. Yeah, we, we used to use whatever we had lying around. The album yeah. afterwards uh, I made a, oh, I can't remember what they're called, the thing that goes... Uh, it's like a fish made it's, of wood. Yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, what's it called? I can't the, remember. Uh, the- I'm baffled. Oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, the scratchy fish. Yeah, the, the scratchy <laughs> fish. Well, yeah. I used a dining chair and oh, uh, right. one of Dean's, uh, oh, God, what are they called? Brushes yeah. for the snare. And we just wow. Yeah, it was weird. So we used to just use... Whatever, whatever was equipment was around and, awesome. and whatever was literally around to make yeah. sounds. So it was fun. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I was going to say, this song is like, if you just look at the lyrics, this mm. song looks like it's going to be like 10 seconds long. Yes. But, oh, yeah. But it doesn't feel like it's too short or too long. It just feels like a really good length. It's just like, it's full. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's, it's really it, it's weird. It's strange because it doesn't really have any massively different sections or anything. Mm. It's just the same three chords, but yeah. just 
I don't know, it's probably just playing around on that same theme mm. because I wasn't very good at songwriting. <laughs> but, yeah, it was. I've always found it a really fun song to play and I, I think I was playing, my dad was saying, oh, you got to work on your hammer-ons when mm. I was practising my guitar in my room and I was listening to Angie, I think, Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. And I may have oh. pinched some of their chords for that I, one. I can hear yeah. that now that you mentioned but that. But I didn't have a cool bridge. Oh, uh, so. right. Oh, well. There you go. Yeah. How would you? That, s- oh, sorry. No, you. I was just going to say that's how that one came about. But I was going to say, how has your songwriting style changed since this first song? Well, that that's probably as good as I could do at the time. Like that was, oh look, I've you know done a hammer on and I'm playing at individual strings. Yeah. Like I'm so cool. Um, I I don't really. I, I was also very worried about being good like everybody else. Sure, but I couldn't care less anymore. Mm. I don't care if the song is the right structure. I don't care if people listen to it. I just like doing it. That's I'm cool. excited when people mm. listen to it, but yeah. that's not why. I, I don't really care for the rules of music. I don't care for yeah. the rules of marketing. I don't care for any of that. So that's I think awesome. that's probably changed my um, how I go into it. I don't mm. have any sort of barriers Nothing in the way. Back. Yeah, yeah. You just sort of so, do what you want. Yeah. And, and to your credit, you, you know, you're thriving. You're thriving. You're, <laughs> Thank you've got you. a, a good attitude that's, and people are responding. And well, yeah. it's, it's funny though, because you say, oh, you've got no rules or whatever, and you end up writing a pop song. Yeah. But that's because it's, you know, yeah. what you want to write. Yeah. So that's mm. kind of cool. And um, we've done a lot of different stuff. So that EP was acoustic. The one after had heaps of instruments, a lot of MIDI tracks, a lot of piano, mm. heaps of vocal layers. Um, synth bass in it wow the one after was mostly piano and i I think apart from one song that dean played brushes on it was all me playing all the instruments cool and it was completely different again and then the last one was more of a sort of rock album and uh shane who is basic mcplayer in the band and dean who was old mate dino in the band um also had songs that they'd written that they put in there as well Oh, that's cool yeah yeah that's awesome really good so it's like when you sort of aren't too concerned about what's your, you know, quote-unquote brand or, you no. know, what is, you know, your style. You could just sort of do whatever. Well, music's music. It's yeah. just talking to people in a different way and I think you have to be honest. Um, some people have certain rules and a path they want to go down and sure. that's fine. That's yeah. totally cool. You're communicating. Uh, I just don't really care which musical language we communicate in. It, yeah. it doesn't really matter as long that's as really it's cool. music. So. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I dig that. I dig that. Um, you have such a powerful and gutsy voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. did, you did you have lessons? Did you? Uh, I had a couple of lessons when I studied music at university because hmm. we had to. Sure. Um, but no, I oh. and I, most of them I didn't actually turn up to. I was a very bad. student. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was a terrible student. Um, rock, rock and roll. Did you enjoy university? No, I hated it. And I was a really, really good student in high school. But studying music at university, I thought it'd be great, but I actually really didn't like it. I loved, uh, I suppose I didn't have the theory. So I didn't understand the musical language we were talking in. Mm, And Mm. I didn't care for the rules. Sure. Yeah. um, I just wanted (laughs) to play rock and roll with the boys in Chisel Dust. So. It was well worth the $15,000 to meet some nice people. Mm. Um, but apart from that, no, I didn't really enjoy it at all. Yeah. Um, 
just... I wouldn't have passed even if I'd stayed. I was there for four years and I was still doing like a second year class. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't very good at all. Would you say that the real music degree was the friends you made along the way? <laughs> I would, I would. They were some expensive friends. But it's great because yeah. I got to play jazz, I got to play blues, I got to play... Uh, rock, I got to play pop, I got to play piano, mm. you know, and I played with some people that are in some really world-class bands mm. now and I'm not going to do the name drop thing. But, sure. yeah, the, like, and they're lovely and I learnt mm. so much from them directly rather than from, like, the theory classes or mm. whatever about performing and about getting along with other people. Mm. So I think that was very important. Definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah, having a space where everyone is sort of like-minded in the sense mm. of making music and stuff. I, I find the same thing because I study drama and one of the, the biggest benefits of that is the fact that I'm able to surround myself with people yeah. who just love making stuff and making art oh, and like collaborating. Awesome. It's really, really cool. Yeah. And people will have different ideas. Absolutely. And, oh, yeah. Cool. It's awesome. So good. Awesome. How long have you been studying drama? I, since 2015. Oh, so wow. I've been going for four years doing a double degree. So okay. it's a bit longer. Uh, chugging in a bit of IT in there as well. Wow, just, drama and IT, that's yeah. an interesting it's a double bit degree. Of a mix, yeah. Um, but that, you know, is just because I figured I might have something to fall back on if, if yeah. I, you know, focus on the drama, focus on the performance kind of stuff, the yeah. creative aspect of it, but have an extra thing just in case. Wow. Who knows? That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, <laughs> not that I didn't enjoy that. I love my oh, yeah. work. Um, <laughs> you, Rue is such. An inherently Australian band was that like an artistic choice, or is that just who you guys are, um, just kind of coming out? I think the the name is just a nickname, and mm. it's my nickname, mm-hmm. and I just didn't couldn't think of a band name, so I said, "Oh, I'll just use my name." <laughs> um, I have heard that before. It's funny because I'm not really like a Skippy kind of person. Like uh, mm. I've got a very culturally varied background. Mm. And it's not really Australian. So it's very (laughs) odd that that happened. I think it might be because there's a character, Big Red Rue, that I play when we play live. And she likes to swear. (laughs) And I've noticed when I swear or when I'm yelling, I, Mm. I sound a bit like, Bogan, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just how it comes out. So it might be that. We do wear flannels um, because I thought what's, you know, something that's going to look really awful on stage, flannelette, (laughs) Mm. and so we went with that. That also might be it. Um, Yeah, I've heard that a lot, but I I don't think – I don't know where it really comes from, actually, Mm. so it's curious. I might have to go back and have a little look at the (laughs) socials and see what happened there. Mm. But – yeah. Well, that, that was just the vibe I got. Like, oh, okay. I, I could be completely off the mug. But, uh, no, yeah, no. I, was, I was listening to uh, your most recent EP and oh. I, was, I was doing the, the Would the it research. be from the song called Traumatic Spiritual Awakening by any that, chance? That was one that clicked me over. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, this is definitely very You can Australian. blame Basie McPlayer for that one. <laughs> oh, he wrote okay. that. And, yeah. and we, were, we went out of our way. I produced that one mm-hmm. and I said, everyone get in this room and we're just going to yell and <laughs> yeah. And that, that's how it turned out mm, and I was <laughs> poor Shane he's like six foot five and he's sweet as but I'm going no just yell go <laughs> and he's going oh okay and I'm like no louder louder Mina Mina and he's like oh I think it's feeding back I'm like no it's not girl <laughs> so we're all just yeah yelling like yeah rat bags so. I love the idea of of this almost intentionally off-putting like the, yep. the swearing persona and the the what's going to look ugliest on stage yes. the funny is just yep. like doing this stuff, you know, which is almost 
adverse to what what people say they should be doing yeah. is you know to be as as mass appeal as possible so to get the most you know listeners and stuff yeah. like that like well, is, is it an, an intentional it is intentional yeah. I do it with the socials as well I say really dank things and I go <laughs> like I'm not your mother you don't have to come whatever right yeah, you know yeah, I don't yeah. care anyway this is what we're doing it's mm. shit also <laughs> I said a swear oh, um, oh man oh, which is even. funny because like <laughs> yeah yeah my character swears all the time yeah. but I don't um yeah, it, it's intentional because I think, you know, it, I, we could go the other way but I'd rather not. It's mm. fun and yeah. um, it doesn't have to follow the rules. And Big Red Rue also says a lot of things that people have said to her, particularly men. Right. Um, so yep. she says those things and people laugh. Sure. Yeah. If a man said it, they probably wouldn't laugh. Yeah, yeah. and they're they're only ever things that people have directly said to wow. me. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So, is that how the character of Big Red is yes. formed? Yeah. yeah, it was my way of yelling back at people. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. with their yeah. words. But yeah. A that's female really, character. That's really clever. Yeah, I, I don't. I've yeah. never told anyone that. Actually, Basie McPlay is the only one that ever picked it up. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. and that was before he joined the band. And he said, "Are you doing this? Is this a feminist thing?" <laughs> I said, "Well, you know, we're not political, but he still he got it." Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's really that's, really that's cool. what it is. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So if you hear an insult insult from Big Red Root, it's because someone said it to Someone's me. Someone's already been yeah. said. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm not being yeah. terrible to you. It's just <laughs> me saying what someone else has said. That's so cool. I really yeah. like that. That's fucking cool. Thank you. <laughs> I feel that it w- I wouldn't be out of place to say that I feel that Rue is like. Well, I guess ACDC. I was going to say that you're like a modern day ACDC, but I guess that's still around. <laughs> oh yeah, ACDC still is still kicking. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ACDC. Sorry. Oh, not, not so much in like the performance, but just like the attitude of just like, we're doing what we want. Yeah. Like this is what we do, like it or leave it. And like. Yeah, well, you know? it's, you're supposed to have fun. Yeah. And um, if, if we want to do a set where we just have one of us playing or two of us playing or three of us playing or I play piano or we do an acoustic set with weird percussion instruments or we play a rock and roll set. It doesn't matter as long as we're communicating honestly to people that have gone out of their way to come and see us, which yeah. is yeah. lovely. You know, mm. it's it, it's not for money. It's not for popularity or whatever. It's just because we enjoy doing it and yeah. we try to entertain the people who come and watch because it's hard to get people to come and watch and oh, if yeah. they do, yeah. you got to have something there for them yeah exactly so we try and put an actual show on and yeah we've got our characters and whatever (laughs) else we do and a tartan you guys yeah you you mentioned a couple times you bring a lot of theatricality did you do you come from like a theater background uh well i didn't study drama or anything but i did a lot of drama stuff when i was in high school and i really enjoyed it Mm. i actually really liked brechtian stuff yeah and um so and I love absurd comedy and stuff like that. So I I think the stuff that we come up with is usually based on things we talk about, based on things that, is, that have happened that have nothing to do with music or the songs, mm-hmm. and we just try and you know put it in there somehow. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And if it doesn't, we just don't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brecht actually did come to mind when you were describing how you do your performances in terms of uh, what is it, what he does, what does he do to the audience? He, he, sh- uh, he shocks them. Yeah. Alienates the audience. Yeah. Like mm. intentionally alienating this audience to make them, you know, have this different point of view. Mm. That Yeah. It's funny that you say Brecht because it's yeah. Yeah, the first thing I thought of. That's mm. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Oh, well, 
it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned as well you come from a like a very musical background because yes. your dad plays guitar. Yeah, pretty he... much everyone in my family I think plays guitar oh, really? or sings or wow. does something, you know. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. really cool. Uh, are, they, are any of them like actual musicians or is it just like – Yeah, well uh, – <laughs> Professional musicians, yes. Um, my cousin Emily plays in a band called All Strings Attached. Oh, cool. Um, who else? I think my cousin Kerry also used to play professionally. I think my dad's played some gigs. Uh, you, my, I think my brother was in a band called his name, I'm not going to say it, and, right. the, and <laughs> the Big Snakes and they recorded a punk EP somewhere but they didn't get it because they got drunk in the studio or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I, ca- I wasn't there. Yeah. But um, – <laughs> Yeah, there's there's lots of people and I don't think playing professionally necessarily makes you a musician. I think mm. just being able to communicate through sound of yeah. any kind or silence yeah. makes you a musician. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'd imagine, yeah, you had a lot of uh, support growing up and, and now that you're kind yeah. of in this field. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know about support. It's just that there was no hindrance. Sure. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's just it was so normal. It wasn't something that was encouraged it was just sort of a thing a th- normal yeah yeah you just sing or you just play guitar <laughs> or you do, make a cup yeah. of tea and you'll sit around saying thank god i'm a country boy or <laughs> you know whatever or listen to nick cave in the car or that's awesome. yeah, yeah. It's just that's one funny. of those things yeah that sounds like a really cool environment <laughs> <laughs> it was different it was yeah. different, you know, getting ready for school and listening to, you know, Billy was a mountain, Ethel was a green tree growing out of his shoulder by Frank yeah. Zappa or whatever. And, sure, and go, yeah. And everyone else is listening to like Spice Girls or <laughs> Hit Me Baby One More Time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Do you yeah. enjoy modern music? Like, or are you? I do, actually. Yeah. I hear most of it, uh, like the commercial popular stuff in yeah. Ubers. Oh, of course. And um, yeah, the, uh, I find some of the sounds that get used often. Uh, like repeated, mm. not necessarily my cup of tea, but I understand how they'd be very commercially viable. And yep. at the time when the first person did it, it would have been groundbreaking. Yeah, totally. And where they're coming from, where their reference points are. Mm. Um, I think the songwriting's quite good. Um, I don't always enjoy the lyrics. Sure. But a lot of the time I do. I find, find they're a bit dank lately. Like there's some song, I have no idea what it's called, yeah. about – I got paid and I, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent this week so I'm going to go party or something like that. I think that. I've heard, yeah. And I, I was like, wow, I don't, I don't think I've ever really heard anyone sing something like mm. that. I mean, maybe Daddy Cool might have said something about having your pay and going out for a dance or whatever. Sure, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's sort of weird that that sort of struggle mm. common is common is these days the, yeah. with young people. So. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's this very interesting voice of the young people where mm. it's communicating like the issues that we are having, you the, know, the day to day, day to day. Yeah. In this, in pop music, in current popular music, which yeah. is, is, I mean, it's cool that that those sort of issues have a voice, but it's also like a, a poppy, you know, yeah. happy song about, you know, the fact that so, you can't. And, and the right. thing is they're literally li- listening to it at the club yeah. while they're dancing, <laughs> singing about how they're dancing. Exactly. So yeah. Kind of cool. Mm. But a lot of um, local musicians and Australian musicians sort of putting stuff out at the moment. Mm. I, I get to listen to it a lot uh, working with um, Cam at Echo Boom on 4ZZZ and also with the blog and also just because I like looking up new stuff. Yeah. There's some weird stuff going on and it's all freaking me out in the best yeah. way possible. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about music that's coming out at the moment. Not mm. necessarily 
uh, commercial, and that's only yeah. because that's not my cup of tea. Sure. Yeah. But um, I totally get how it would be a lot of people's cup of tea and it is very catchy, yeah. which is, you know, that the aim of it. Which I guess is so, perfect, yeah. So. Gets in your ear. Good on sure. you. Good on <laughs> do you. Do you find, because um, obviously Rue, the band has like a very wide like pool of genres uh, <laughs> that you do. Do you, do you find that there's anything that you could do that people would be like, what is this? This isn't Rue. Yeah. Uh, we've played a couple of songs lately at shows like this year and they've been a bit heavier mm. and people are going, oh, it's a bit mm. metal. Like, yeah. yeah, we like metal. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, I think uh, because when we started playing live it was a two-piece and mm. I don't know why I said it was indie folk. Mm. It probably oh. actually isn't. I just I thought it might be. So sure. when I was writing a press lot of releases fit and under stuff, that category. Yeah. yeah. It's, so people always go, Oh, you know, are you an acoustic Jew? I'm like, Oh no, you're gonna get yelled at. <laughs> but so I think that sort of confuses people because there's been a bit of a, a transition and I, I think music does need to transform and, and you know, you need to explore different things and see what works and what doesn't. Um yeah, I suppose we've been told we we're getting a bit heavier and people mm. didn't think that's what we sounded like, sure. even though they might not have listened and it's right. because they thought a certain way because of stuff they'd seen online. Yeah. So, yeah. Are there any genres you'd never touch? Any song types you'd never do? No. Yeah, any No, if, if it was interesting to me or if there was something in it that I particularly liked, like melody or instrumentation or delivery, I'd do it. Cool. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Do you, do you find that you have like an outlet for songs just like for you to write? Are there, are there any songs that you write just for you that aren't necessarily for the band? All of them. Nice. And then, and <laughs> yeah. then I, I pick the ones I think might work with the band. So they're all basically singer-songwriter songs. Yeah. And then I'm, I, I think, well, this lyric means this to me. Mm. Uh, that might sound best if... You know, I was singing it and we got the bass to play what I was singing and I actually sang something else. Or oh, we did, right. It, I, usually for That's me it cool, comes down yeah. to the arrangement, which is the most fun for me. Once yeah. the song's finished, which is the hard part, mm-hmm. I, I don't actually like writing songs because I turn into a weird freak and I don't leave the house. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually serious. Like I'll just wow. freak out and yeah. write songs. But the fun part for me is working with other people or just in, with a computer yeah. and figuring out, how I want it to sound and why. Cool. And if it doesn't need to be there, get rid of it. That's and awesome. You're very cool, Rue. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I enjoy all this. So, see, someone who was a total nerd in school, I'm not really used to being called cool, so thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. No, absolutely. Like yeah. That's great. Um, you mentioned, because you mentioned how you write songs yes. and, and that kind of stuff and how this original song, the uh, woman, you don't want to know. Yes. The, the lyrics kind of didn't really mean anything. No, it was just that they, some of them matched a feeling. Sure. But no, it wasn't it a literal. Was never, yeah. No. Do you, do you, I mean, what's your process with writing music now? Do you kind of, is it more of like a search yourself, search your feelings sort of thing or is it just whatever? Well, sometimes it might be one certain thing that happens. It might be a situation and that might end up being two lines of the first verse. Sure. And then it turns into a story about something else, but the feeling is has got to be the same. Right, For me right. anyway, I don't know what other people do, but yeah. it's as long as whatever I'm talking about has the same feeling as I felt when I was thinking about the thing, whatever it is, or mm. 
the event or the person or whatever yeah. um, as long as the feeling's the same. And so it could be, uh, for example, there's a song called Cold Comfort and there's a line, bricks and mortar crumbling. It's about a house falling down. Yeah. It's not even about, and it's like lines like love is lost and blah, 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 blah. It's not about that, but the feeling was the same oh, as if, cool. you know, your love was lost or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's you're telling stories, but you're also trying to convey a feeling, I think, with music. You're trying to get people to feel something. So yeah. whatever works for that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Like there's a lot of uh, poetry that follows the same. I, I'm very interested in poetry and I oh, think cool. it's an important part of songwriting for me. Yeah. And I was telling Alex outside, like I'm, I'm a big fan of double meaning. Oh, yeah. nice. You will never get the literal translation in my lyrics. It's yep. always been rewritten. Sure. So that it's different. Layers deep yep. of just meaning. And, whatever, and I mean, yeah. even if like that sounds like I'm up my own <laughs> bum, but the thing is for me that's important because I'm actually very shy and I don't like telling people what I think about things. Right. So okay. uh, I have to hide it in order to be able to sing it. I have to be Big Red Rue, the character, in order to perform it. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a hermit actually. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really like exposing myself. Yeah. But mm. I do when I perform. So when sure. not the banter or anything when I'm singing, that's real. It's honest. Yeah. 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 But it, the other stuff's all... Smoke and mirrors yeah. to hide me, basically, <laughs> so that I can still do music. Yeah, because I don't think I'd be able to if I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very, it's like it's an exceptionally vulnerable thing to it is, like just it? say how you feel about stuff. Oh, totally. yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that. I don't even rate things on Google. <laughs> <laughs> I I have four things left to say. Oh, here we go. Oh, uh, but. Do you, do you have any other things you want to say? I mean, I've just been flowing with it, you know? Well, I was going to say. If things pop up, I just kind of, you know. Cause I've been it's keep- like jazz. Podcasting <laughs> is like jazz, Alex. I don't know if I've told you that. <laughs> You're out the podcast. Because <laughs> I've been trying to keep an eye on the time. Because Zane isn't here again. Zane is not here. He's Aww. not here to be like, wrap it up, you dinguses. No, 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 dinguses. we're fine. We're fine for time. <laughs> All right. I'll give you the You'll the do the fingers. wrap it up, dinguses? The nod. Yeah. Right. So we have a, there's an established code of fingers yes. for when we're going over time. And Zane will always put like five fingers up. Yeah. Right. Which means we've been going for 50 minutes. But Alex either interprets it as we have five minutes left. Yes. Or like hi. Or, hello. or just hi. Yeah, yeah. And so the hand gestures never work. But I'll give you a I'll give you a hand gesture. Okay. But I won't tell you what it means. All right. Is it just gonna be like a middle finger? Yeah. <laughs> Peace right. sign. <clears throat> what is your dream gig? My dream gig would be being able to play to one person without freaking out. Ooh, yeah. Like one singular person? One singular person. I can't play to any – like I can't play in front of one person or even two people. I it's got to be it. a big group. Yeah. You can't see the faces Like I, I don't play in front of my family. I don't mm. play in front of my cat. I don't yeah. play in front of anyone. Mm. I've got to be – like it's really hard for me. And I did do a couple of rehearsals in the past few weeks with Basie McPlayer. Yeah. Mm. I can't even play in front of him. Wow. So I had to actually get him to play guitar with me. Oh, okay. Because I was freaking out too much. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a real good answer. And I yeah. remember how quickly you came up with such a good answer. <laughs> it's honest. That's why. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel it's like great. everyone would just be like, what's the biggest arena I can think of? Sure, that one. Yeah. That'd be fun response. too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But yeah. I, for me personally, it would be being able to play in front, in front of, of one, one person. person. Yeah. Wow. Cool. 
Uh, what advice would you give to young songwriters? So what, what, what would you, what do you wish someone told you when you were starting out? Don't listen to anyone's advice. Just do exactly what you want to do. If you want to scream into a hairbrush and record it through a tissue box or whatever, do it. Just nice. do whatever right. you want. Yeah, YOLO. That's awesome. Just do it. Except people listening to this. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I I can never listen to it. Probably don't don't do anything I've done. There's a very particular reason that I do things, and it's not going to work if you do it. It's it's if you're looking for success, you're not going to find it. I'm anti-success. I just do it because I like doing it, and it's a weird little game for me, and it's fun. Yeah. Uh, I YOLO for me too. So yeah, this is yeah. what I want to do. You found the anti-success success. Yes. That's awesome. I sort feel, of. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like YouTube. Like you got to do it not wanting to make money from yeah. it. Because if oh, you do no. it, you yeah. want to yes, make money, no. it's not exactly. going to work. No, for, for me, because I'm such a hermit, for me it's about being able to communicate with mm. people because I can't really do it the other way. Sure. You know, I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't make friends with people or whatever. I'm really like odd. So being able to talk to people, even if it's through hidden lyrics or as a character or whatever, I can still sort of connect with other people, which yeah. is good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. My, my third thing. Oh, here we yes. go. <laughs> uh, what advice would you give people who want to put on a good show? Because you guys put on a good show. Okay. Well, uh, are we talking like organising the show or just like the band playing the show? I think like the live performance. The element. live performance. Okay. <laughs> so just be like, send emails. Yeah. <laughs> send, send emails, get a PA. Um, be honest and if you're playing with a group of people, be have fun together. You're, yeah. you're working together to make something beautiful, even if it's, you know, just swearing for a minute and a half yeah. like we do with Traumatic Spiritual Awakening. <laughs> it's fun. Have fun. Uh, make friends with people that you play with. Support the other bands that you're going to see. Don't go to a show and then leave as soon as you've played. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> so um, and love music. If you love it, yeah. it'll show and, and you'll enjoy the whole night and you'll enjoy talking to other people that are there because they love music too. Yeah. And um, if you're nervous, make yourself a character. There you go. Mm. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and uh, my, my other question is what projects have you got on the horizon for Rue next? Uh, for Rue, well. And on, yourself? Uh, uh, any and any, any projects you got coming up? Well, it'll, it'll be a little bit dated by the time this airs, but in a couple of days we're playing with a new drummer. So that's Very another exciting. person. It's another way of communicating. It's, it's another set of influences and, you know, so that's going to be fun. Um, personally, I, I've got a new studio to build because I've just moved house and I, I'm, you know, not sharing the other uh, studio with Dean anymore. So I've got to find new equipment, wow. different equipment and stuff that I like using, not sure. necessarily what just what we had laying around. Yeah, bring the yeah. cut. So, the yeah, <laughs> I've still got my sheets. Um, and also uh, I wouldn't, I've been trying to play by myself and overcome the fear of playing in front of one person, that sort of thing. But also there's a song that I recorded with Baltimore Gun Club mm. who are a fantastic band. They call themselves Groner, which is a blend Ooh. of grunge and stoner. <laughs> and um, they've recorded an album recently. It's going to be coming out, I believe, in June. And there's a song on there called Highgate Hill which oh. isn't a grown song and uh, they kindly had me perform on it. So that's nice. going to be coming out soon. Nice. And I ordered it on vinyl. So I'm going to be oh. able to hear myself on vinyl, that's which is kind of cool. cool. That's so cool. That's real cool. And 
Yeah, so there's that and, and I don't know, whatever else happens. I, whatever I say else. yes to pretty much everything, so <laughs> I don't know, what, whatever people want to do. Yes, well, you very kindly said yes to this show, oh, which yeah. is fantastic. Was, thank which, you so much for asking me along. It was so exciting. Yeah, um, very good. You're, you're out of questions. You've had your four questions. I am. Do you have more? I mean, I do have other, like, I have boring questions, like, Yay. like what kind of, um, when you, you said you were building a studio, are you yeah. like doing the whole thing where you do like the soundproofing? No, like no, the- no, no, no. Just the, the bare essentials. Mm. Okay. I figure if I want to record something of a particular quality, I can pay someone sure. and do that with them and trust their experience and their expertise. Yeah. Um, I like doing it because I like learning about it as I go, as I do with playing music or writing music. I yeah. don't think I'm necessarily very good at any of it. I'm just really enjoying learning about it. So, What are what are the bare essentials? What is the least amount of things you oh, need to have a studio? Oh, well, I've got my crappy microphone. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, what actual program I want to use. Yeah, uh, I've guess, been like, talking to a lot of Uber drivers who are producers. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, cool. heaps of them. They're really cool. They always show me what they've been working on. I would imagine oh. so. But, yeah, I'm just trying to narrow down the actual program that I'd like to use. Um just a few bits and bobs. I, I've a lot of the equipment I have is very old and odd, mm. and doesn't always work in a recording environment, which is why it's fun because yeah, you got to sure. try and make it work. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've, I've got a little room in the place I live in that would be perfect to soundproof. Um, whether or not I'd be, I wouldn't be recording drums in there or anything, but just mostly for demos, or maybe I might do another piano based thing another cool. bedroom ep like banshee was so yeah yeah that's awesome just whatever <laughs> that's fucking cool no rules so just no rules just see what whatever, i like however it moves you that's yeah. awesome uh i do have two other things yes. I can say. Oh, here we go firstly i really enjoy that the most recent ep just ends with uh bippity bop uh, bippity bop <laughs> that's um that's actually because i asked dean and shane to write on my guitar and i said you can write whatever you want and dean has this cool like drum logo logo signature thingy that yeah. he does and shane goes i don't know what to write and he wrote if it ain't got that bippity bop it's got to stop and i was just Ooh. laughing the whole day about the bippity bop and we we're recording it and it was kind of like a throwaway song i didn't even think we were going to use it and it was like bippity bop in the microphone and just left it yeah so that's, that's awesome yeah that's the end of the whole ep yeah <laughs> and then it's got to stop even though it's got the bippity bop yeah oh well that's so that. funny <laughs> and um now now having spoken to you uh, i feel like the the question has been answered but uh who are your influences because i'm getting blues and then metal and yep. then hard rock yeah, and then metal stuff the, and then country the and i was like what's going on uh i love the old blues and jazz singers um i think one of my favourite songs in the world is um, Ball and Chain, written by Willie May, Big Mama Thornton, and mm. Janis Joplin did a fantastic cover of that mm-hmm. uh, quite famously at the Monterey Pop Festival, I believe, and that's where their band, Big Brother and the Holding Company, sort of kicked off from this beautiful song. Oh. Um, yeah, I like a lot of really old stuff. Uh, there's some tape my auntie gave me. Uh, and it's got some song on there called Who's Going to Feed Them Hogs? And, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know who it is or what it is, but it's I don't know why it's kind of catchy. And, yeah, I, I like listening to things like uh, Murder Ballads by Nick Cave and the Bad nice. Seeds wow. or uh, a lot of those sort of concepty albums. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like that sort of stuff. A lot of just weird stuff. I'll, there's a movie called uh, The Secret of Ron Inish and it's about Selkies. 
and there's this soundtrack on it and I have no idea what these beautiful voices are singing about in Irish. Oh, right. But like, they're singing about, yeah. yeah, they're singing about something, but huh. it's just gorgeous, you know. It, mm. I don't think it really matters the genre as long as there's something in it that sort of connects with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like, so cool. Good, good music is good. Good, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, good it. is good. Yeah. <laughs> good is good. Yeah. That's a good quote for this episode. <laughs> good is good. Yeah, yeah. And suck is suck. Do you have anything you want to say, James? Oh, man. I, yeah, no, I, I think that about does it. Do you have yeah. anything more you want to add on? I mean, I was going to ask if you wanted to plug anything. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, by the time this hits uh, the internets, uh, we'll be playing a show on the 25th of May. I'm going to go by memory, stuff that fine. Yeah. Um, we're this. playing at, for BL events, and that's Broken Leg Boys. They've made their own event company at Kerwick Hotel in Red Bank. Uh, free entry. Uh, you can see, okay, Gold go. Stool are headlining, yep. Baltimore Gun Club before them. Uh-huh. Goatzilla before them, Periapsis before them, and Rue are opening the show. And for a little surprise, we're, you know, featuring our brand new drummer, JP, who we're going to call, whether he likes it or not, Tappy McTapTap. <laughs> That's going to be his character name. And we haven't even rehearsed with him yet. And oh, really? he thinks he's auditioning, <laughs> but his tote's not. We just decided he's, he's in. in. We've That's never awesome. even played together. <laughs> So. I love well, congratulations to Tappity Tap Tap. Tappity Tap. Oh, I want to change tappity it to that. Tap. I'm so sorry. No, no I've disrespected. No, damn. I wish it was Tappity Tap Tap. That's even better. Maybe I'll change it before Maybe, then. Maybe, yeah. Tappity Tap Tap. I have to go yeah, get it to... legally changed, go to the court. <laughs> it's not Tappity McTap Tap. It's, it's hard changing your name. Yeah, I've that done that so before. Is. My goodness. It takes a long time. Uh, you'll have to go to the gig to see whether the, the drummer. Tappity Tap Tap. Tappity Tap Tap. You have to go check them out. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank Rue. you both very much for having We've me. We've had a great this time. Is such a fun thing to do. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, have any closing remarks there, Alex? Uh, well, I always, I usually plug my shit. Please usually, do. <laughs> yes. I've got a, if you liked me as a person, I'm, <laughs> I'm a musician as well. Cause I, cause we get a lot of listeners that are not our listeners. Usually we have people supporting the wonderful guests that we have on. Yeah. Uh, if you've enjoyed me, I'm a musician. I'm called your man, Alex Smith, and I'm on Bandcamp and Spotify and iTunes. And I just started a Patreon. Yeah. Yay. Okay at the moment. Um, but yeah. James, did you want to plug anything? I have another podcast. You get the final plug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a, another podcast on the network. It's called unfeatured articles. Uh, so you can go check that out if you're so interested. Uh, I believe, yes, by the time this goes up, I, we might be in the middle of uh, a show called Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf, which I am stage managing. Ooh. Uh, so that is at Ad Astra in the Valley. It's on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. You can get all the details uh, on Facebook. Uh, Ad Astra has an event for that. You can probably check that out. It's, yeah, it's good. Is is what I'll say about it. Uh, yeah. nice. That's awesome. She you two have so much cool stuff going on. <laughs> That's cool. And do you have anything else? Yeah, you if you liked yeah. me, you won't see me live because I'll be in character and I usually <laughs> hang out with my cat, so go get stuffed. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Love that. There you go. Well, uh, how do we yeah. close this show? I've forgotten. What's our, like... End off, I'll send off. Well, usually we'll be like, and now we're going to listen to the new song. Oh, of course. That's yeah. right. Would you like to introduce 
the, the oh, new song? Oh, yes. So, so this is uh, the last sort of single thingy that Rue's put out. Um, oh, that's weird. It sounds like I'm talking about myself in the third person. <laughs> Rue the band. Yeah. Um, the the latest single. Have encountered this problem before? Oh, like. I haven't really thought about it as <laughs> with most things. Um, so this song's called Malicious Delicious. I wrote it quite a long time ago on piano of all things, but this is like I was talking about arranging it for the specific people you're playing with and their style, what they like and how they like to play live and and how it's going to sound all together. So it's uh, not piano. That's all I'm going to say. It's not piano. All right. Well, let's check out Malicious Delicious. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. 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 Nice. What should I listen to now? We are Castology. 
This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best and Zancy Weber. Each week we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not, but hey, you're clever, you know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or any podcatcher of your choice. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.